What's up, y'all? It's the Life Partner Gang here. I'm James. I'm Tina. And we are back with, with y'all with another episode. It's that gang gang. Um, happy to be here. Happy to talk about um, some interesting topics today. Uh, shout out to my my lovely wife over here looking looking cute with her lips so all prettied up. Thank you. Um, Wait, before we go too far, make sure you guys hit the pause button. Subscribe, whether you're listening or watching, because we want to make sure you stay connected with us and get all the notifications when it, whenever we drop a new episode. They don't have to hit the pause button to subscribe. Yes, so they can focus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, make sure y'all subscribe. Follow us on social at Life Partner Gang on all of the social media platforms. Love to hear y'all engaging in the comments, leaving us um, reviews in the in the different app stores, and really appreciate y'all support. So keep it coming. Um, we'll keep coming with the episodes, but definitely y'all keep checking us out as they come through. And if there are topics or things you guys want to hear us talk about or uh, bring to light, then you know let's let's chop it up and make sure we're having those conversations too. Yes. But um, today we want to get into a conversation about fifty fifty, and this combo is funny um, because. Anytime I hear people talking about it online, it's always controversial. Well, 50-50 oh, in what? Well, 50-50 in, in relationships. Um, What's and that? I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would say that. What's that? <laughs> but there's there's always this, this like very heated conversation from both men and women about 50-50. And I think there's a couple of lenses that we should talk about it from. It should okay. be from dating. Okay. And like the courting situation and what 50-50 looks like there. And then there's also 50-50 when you're married in a relationship, uh, life partnership, whatever it is. Um, and what 50-50 looks like there. Okay. And I know you have um, very strong opinions about it. And I also have very strong opinions about it. So um, I want to get into it. And for me, I want to start on the dating side okay. with you. And it, this is really sparked and inspired by one of my homegirls. So my homegirl, Brittany. Um, she had hit me yesterday and she was like, shout out to Britt. She was like, yo, I'm in, I'm in Texas. Where are all the rich men at? And I was like, <laughs> well, first of all, like, how about a wholesome dude? Like, why you gotta be rich? Um, and she was like, well, I'm in Houston. I'm like, well, I, I, I didn't live in Houston. So I don't know where they, where they hang out at in Houston. Um, if you was in Dallas, maybe I could point you in the right direction. But I said, <laughs> again, forget his bank account. How about a wholesome dude first and then the money? And she was like. Nah, nah, I'm tired of looking for that because these ninjas out here want you to pay 50-50 on everything. And I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, they keep asking for 50-50 this and 50-50 that. And she was like, my philosophy is if if I was doing 100% before you came around, why well, I'm just going to do 50-50 and you're here now? It doesn't make any sense. And so I, I couldn't disagree with her. I agree. But from your vantage point, like how do you feel about 50-50, and specifically when you're, like, in the courting phase or the dating phase, like, would you go on a date with a man who's expecting you to pay half? So, um, are, am I talking about, like, 20-year-old Tina or 30-year-old Tina? Am I talking about, like, in today? Because I can see it with two different brains. Or two different frames of mind. Well, let's go back. I, I thought it would have been the same for both. Let's go back to no, 20-year-old so Tina. When we, were, when we started dating at, what, I was 22. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take me out of the date, you pay for that date. Um, as, you know, especially the first date. There were um, times that we went out during our dating phase that, like, I treated you, which was fine. But, like, first, you know, date, 
you want to make an amazing impression, I feel like, and you know, I feel like the first date should be that. If God forbid, if I were in the dating world today with some of the horror stories that I've heard and just the, the unconventional ways that people are even coming about meeting one another, if the first date wasn't necessarily a first, you know, maybe it was a first coffee date or a first, I don't know, appetizer situation, something where it's not super boom, it's not formal, a traditional first date. Yeah. I can see going Dutch on that, you know, just to, to see how you guys vibe in person and whether or not, you know, that meeting was enough for you guys to want to go on a full fledged date. Even if you were invited to that? Even if I was invited. I I mean, and because from I just feel like I don't like making people feel or have the be able to feel like I they owe me I owe them anything. Sorry, right. I got tongue tied. So, you know, go because you could do the least for people or people could do the least for you and still feel like they did the world. And it's like you you bought me a cup of coffee. Relax. <laughs> so um I could see going Dutch on like a first encounter or a first meetup, especially if you met in a conventional way on social media, on a dating app, you know, through a friend of a friend, but you never had any type of in-person interaction and you want to be able to fill each other out in person. Right. I could see going Dutch on that, but a first date, first date, I ain't going to be able to do it. Okay. Um, that's actually interesting. Um, so then that was 20 year old. Well, 20 year old Tina ain't paying for nothing. <laughs> 30-year-old Tina would pay 30, for so 30-year-old Tina is more first meet reasonable up, not for necessarily first meet the up. first date. Okay. Um and then so for me especially having a daughter I am going to teach her that if she's invited anywhere he that he should pay for it. If he wants you to be there, if he wants your attention, if he wants your time, then he should pay for that. To that, I say, you know, you teach her that, but mama gonna make sure she know always go prepared to pay because these ninjas be dripping. Well, that's the other thing I'm gonna teach her because <laughs> we we gonna have to vet out the screening process <laughs> because if you think that a dude is even potentially gonna try to hit you with that, then nah, you shouldn't even be out there with that person for whatever. And I would say even with what you said, like. And I get it. That's your your perspective, and I think some men would appreciate like you being willing. Like, oh, if it's if it's something casual, then like you aren't obligated to pay for me. But me as a man, I'm not inviting you anywhere if I'm not going to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's a cup of coffee, like I invited you out, I wanted your time, and that's what courting is. And that's yeah. that's what's wrong with these <laughs> ninjas nowadays. Anyway, so nobody wants to court anymore. And the whole purpose of courting is to get to know somebody, to get to understand them, and then figure out if this is somebody that you want to spend your time with. Yeah. It's an investment mm -hmm. of your time, your energy, and your money, Negroes. <laughs> Catch the last part of that. It's an investment of your time, your energy, and your money. And you can't just do one without the others. And the debates and like, oh, she should be able to do this or, oh, she should be able to do it. Like, I, I don't want to hear any of that. Like, if you want to hang out with her, then pay for it. It's not that difficult. It shouldn't even be a debate. So you all right with the $200 first date? Yeah, like I just, <laughs> again, like, and at the same, like, I, and I hear it too, some dude's going to be like, yo, you a herb, you capping for the girls. First of all, no, I'm not. Like, you got to ask your wage. So, I'm okay with a $200 first date because I know what my what my bank account can support. Yeah. 
if you know that your bank account can't support a $200 first date, then don't go nowhere where they could rack up a $200 first date. <sighs> go to Applebee's. Go to... Um, use a Groupon. Yeah, use a Groupon. <laughs> like, when we was... We didn't have any money. We wasn't out at, like, the finest of establishments uh-uh. or restaurants or whatever, even though the first date, I did... You did kind of ball I, out. I did try bit. to ball out for you then, you know, to try to, you know, hook you. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but if, 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 if I had nothing today and... $50 is what I could afford to be on a date, then that's just what I can afford. Yeah. And for all of you who are going to be like, especially it's dudes, because the dudes get so defensive with this topic. I don't know what's wrong with y'all nowadays. Like, who raised you Negroes? <laughs> um, but y'all get so defensive, like, well, you know, everybody ain't got it like this or ain't got it like that, so I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't be expected to do it. She should come with something too. No, 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 no. If you ain't got it like that and you can't afford to date somebody, then your ass shouldn't be dating. Get your life together, bro. Like, it's simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to be dating somebody if you ain't in the right financial situation to be doing so. Get yourself together first and then go out and have those dates. Yeah, I'm with that. So then take it back. Um, Piggybacking on top of that. So um, back in your 20s, you know, it would have been a hell no for you. Like, Mm -hmm. non-starter to have to do that. Not paying for nothing. But, so say... Say hypothetical situation happens. You went into it. You didn't know that a guy was going to ask you at the end to pay for something. If he asked you, would there be any chance of a second date? If you at like back then, if you asked me out on a yeah, like the the date was fire. First of all, (laughs) (laughs) the date could have been perfect, but if you wait until the end of the perfect date to spring on me that you want me to pay, you know, for my meal or whatever, lose my number. <laughs> but so, but how, how do you handle that situation? Though? So say, say you roll with him, right? Like he picked you up, y'all went on a date and at the end of it, there like, is somebody <laughs> that I can call that can come and get me. I can Uber, I could, what in Atlanta, I could martyr. I could do a lot of things versus let you take me home. Uh-uh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No. I'm, I'm with you on that because, like, me personally, I think, and this is crazy coming from a guy who's who's a tech guy, but, like, I think the worst thing that could have happened to dating and relationships is Uber. Are, well, Uber, Cash App, mm-hmm. and Venmo. Yep. Because now these ninjas have the audacity to ask for half. Like, they'll be at, it's different. Like, so it's a slick thing. So before, it would be... I guess it, it would be really embarrassing for a waitress to bring to bring a bill out and, and you'd be like, yo, and you put your card in there too, so we could go half on it. Like, all right, now you don't have to do that. You could put your card in to pay for it, but then you could be like, yo. And matter of fact, he don't even gotta ask you. He can just send you <laughs> the request on Cash App. I mean, of you ain't gotta accept it, but <laughs> you don't. True. But the audacity to yeah. even ask somebody that's to wild. do that, like I feel like it's it's so wild. If that's what's happening in the dating scene in um, 2020 or 2019 or which at whatever y'all out there doing. I I'm sorry because yeah. that's wild. It it is wild, but it no, but it, it is happening though. So. I'm not gonna say one of our one of our friends' names was telling me about a dating experience that 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 she had, and like the dude invited her out, and you know, one he didn't order anything, so like he's sitting there, they out to eat or whatever, and money doesn't doesn't order anything, and I, I want to say he was late, he might have been late to the situation too, but so 
she still goes through with the date, the whole nine. And then the one thing he is ordering is water, lemons, and sugar. So my man is making, making lemonade. <laughs> he's making lemonade on the fly. He won't. They got lemonade on the menu. He doesn't want to order the lemonade. He's making lemonade on the fly. Oh. <laughs> now she's there. She got invited out on a date, so she's expecting to eat. So she orders her food so she can eat. Now, first of all, fellas, like it's mad crazy to go somewhere with somebody and to have them eating in front of you and you won't order anything, but. You know, her being her, she like, well, I'm, I came out. I'm about to give me something to eat. <laughs> so at the end of it, though, like, homeboy did not want to pay for her food. He was like, you ate all that. You he was like, you ate that. Like, all I ordered was some water. So his he doesn't have a bill in his mind. Like, I only ordered water, and I made my own lemonade here on the fly. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the thing that you ordered, you need, to, you need to pay for that. And... When she was telling me this, I was blown away because I was like, nah, yo, you you lying. This isn't real life. Like, nobody would really do this thing. And she was like, dead ass. Like, oh, this. He, wow. And like, in that situation, as a woman, how do you not just walk up out of there, like, never say nothing, delete numbers? Like, I. You have to, because for, that's a. That's a that's a lot. Like I'm appalled and it didn't even happen to me. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, if I, you out there doing that, like, first of all, that's like it's so many first of alls in that, but just no. <laughs> just don't. Just stay home. Yeah. Because what what did you come out for? I, and yeah, and I mean for I don't you even, came out to drink lemonade. You can talk to me on the phone and drink homemade lemonade or whatever you thought that was. Like, what are you doing? We can FaceTime. You can't. You can't possibly tell me that you had a good time sitting there watching somebody else eat and then having awkward conversation because it's it's gonna be awkward if you're ordering and the other person isn't and they're making homemade lemonade. Like it's 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 an elephant in the room. Yeah. So it's gonna be an awkward exchange so what, what did you come out for and like me like i wouldn't even have been able to sit there with a straight face with somebody like <laughs> making homemade lemonade at a spot where you could just order you some lemonade yeah because like, me being me especially back then I'd be like, son are you in a, like a financial bond like, <laughs> help me understand wh why am i ordering food and you're not do you want some like are you not going to be able to pay like tell me what's going on yeah and then you know it was back to that you know, I, I believe they had a conversation about it. And, you know, his his whole thing was that whole that that played out excuse they give. Well, you know, like I just wanted to do something informal and, you know, I didn't really feel like we had to go go and do this. And like you you ordered that. So that should be on you. And like I've been used before by women who who use me for a meal. And even that to me, that's a played out excuse, first of all. You know if somebody's into you. Or not. You know if somebody's into you or not. And then secondly, like, just like, you know, I would tell any woman, like, if a dude's not going to pay, then you shouldn't be dating that dude. He's a sucker. On the flip side, if you dating women that only want to go out with you because they want a free meal, then they ain't shit either. <laughs> Find True. somebody else. Like, Find why would you? that really want your time. Yeah. Or if you really wanted something informal to kind of just fill out that first exchange, don't plan a dinner situation. A coffee, uh, an ice cream. Uh, you get ice cream, walk around the park. A pretzel and, you know, walk around the park. Something, but don't say dinner. Dinner is not informal. I've I've never been invited on a, to an informal dinner by a man. Right. 
And then, but in that situation though, so, and you know, she's not like this. She has her own money. She's successful, all of those things. But what if she was a woman who was going out that night and had no expectations of paying and maybe just had like her license and didn't have any money or her credit card or anything like that. And you just sitting here looking crazy because you won't pay like that. (laughs) To me, that's just some sucker shit. Yeah. But on the flip side, never go out nowhere with nobody, you know, Right. I mean, you got to be prepared. Unprepared. You got to be prepared for the worst, especially these days, because you just never know. But that that's wild. And I don't think I would be able to sit through an entire date with. I know I couldn't now, but I definitely don't think I couldn't in the way my stuff used to fly out of my mouth. I I wouldn't have been able to do it. Like, what are you doing? I don't like going to dinners or to, to meals with anybody at the table who can't eat. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. if somebody comes out and they don't have money birthday or whatever. Birthday dinners and stuff. And yeah. it's like large birthday dinners and you see it's always, you know, no shade. But it's always that one person that's trying to like only order water. Let me get some water. <laughs> Let me get an Let appetizer. Me get an appetizer. And it's just like, just get what you want. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Like that, that type of stuff makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So I just think as men, though, like, <clears throat> and maybe I'm old school in, in, in that regard, but they're. There has to be some sort of accountability and you stepping up as a man, as a king, to make sure that you are leading the way in this courting or this dating or whatever I you mean, doing. Because that just, it sets the tone. And yeah. if that's the tone you about to set, I'm good. And that's that's what I, when I see these little dudes on the internet who be like getting into these huge heated debates about this conversation, I just can't think about like, man, like y'all are never going to be able to lead a household. You know what I mean? Like. If you if you arguing right now about going 50-50 on Applebee's, how are you ever going to lead a household? But those same men don't believe probably believe that everything financially in a household is supposed to be split 50-50. Right. So and, you know, they want, you know, roommates. And and yeah, and <laughs> it go it goes to that too. Like so let's let's get into that. I think that's a good a good segue yeah. um and transition. So um when you think about when you're again, you're dating somebody like you're not even married at this point. You're just dating them. Like, is it OK for a man to be like, yo, we need to split everything down the middle. So like we got rent. The rent is it's a stack. I need five hundred. The the light bill is is a hundred. I need 50. Like what would you how would you respond to that? Because well, one. Have I ever asked you to do any of that? <laughs> no, we went when we were dating and we lived together. We didn't split <laughs> bills. You pay the rent and I would pay like the utilities, right? Isn't that what we did? Sometimes I think. I mean, but like if you, I think that's what we did. It was never a thing like like, the, but the if bills I get paid, yeah. if you ain't have it, I'm gonna knock it out. But it was I never set out like, yo, these yeah. are your four <laughs> bills. You need to do this or. The bills every month is five thousand dollars. I need twenty five hundred from you. Like that was never. Yeah, that was never the thing. Never a thing. So, how would you respond to that? Like, I mean, um, I've I've never had to respond to it, so I don't know. Um, you're the only guy I've ever lived with, so <laughs> other than my dad. So, I've never had to be faced with that situation. I don't. I mean. All right. Um, right now, today, because I am capable of paying, I just, I don't, that's not how I saw my dad do things. Right. You know what I mean? So 
it would be, it's still a foreign, I guess, concept to me. Not that I don't or, you know, can't or wouldn't, shouldn't want to help, I guess, pay the bills. So it's not that I don't want to help pay bills, but it's just like, I was always taught that the man was supposed to provide. Not that I shouldn't provide too, but yeah. uh, it's just, mm. Everybody has a role like to play. It. Yeah, and I think, I think to your earlier point, right, it starts to feel like a roommate yeah, or an arrangement. You know what I mean? Like yeah. back in the day when Maybe I had. I'm spoiled. I don't know. I don't even know that it's that. I think some people will say, like the younger folks will probably say you're spoiled, but I, to me that sounds like what I had back in the day when I had a roommate. You yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when I had roommates, we split the bills. Like me and my partner, we go half on the rent. We go half on the utilities, whatever, because that was our arrangement. We wasn't in a relationship. We homies who got a place together. Yeah. But when you are, again, trying to lead and be the man of the house, the man of the house like, nah, that's not the conversation you should be having. And, you know, these again, these dudes would be like, well, like, what's she here for? What's she supposed to do? There's something that everybody can do. Yeah. But if you go into this thinking that, oh, well, damn, like, I just need her. She can give me 50-50. I'm good. And, like, <laughs> you're thinking about it the wrong way, bro. Yes. All the absolutely. way. Like, the, the absolute wrong way. And there's... Um, I don't know, like my personal feelings, and again, you know, call it old school. I'm very, I would say, very like radical in my thoughts nowadays, and about a lot of subjects and a lot of things. But when it comes to stuff like this, and like chivalry and all of that, like I'm old school, and I think, hear me loud and hear me clear, um, kings, God did not put y'all here to be asking a woman for fifty fifty. <laughs> Let me say that again for you Negroes in the back who didn't hear me. God did not put y'all here to be asking a woman for 50-50. Cut that shit out, man. Like, it's it's totally unnecessary. You say that with your chest. Yeah, because it's, it's silly to me that I keep hearing people talk about this. Like, yeah. be a man. And that's the one thing that I think is, is, is changing about the world is, like, the notion of like what a man is and like, no, I'm not talking like from a toxic masculinity standpoint or anything like that. Like I'm just talking about making sure your woman is secure. And the only way she can feel like she's secure is if she can trust you to be the man, to, to, to do the things, to have her back, to not feel like, you know, she always got to come with, 50 cent for every dollar you bring to the table. And there will be situations where she's going to make more money than you. And that's okay too. But like, as a man, can you accept that as well? Like, it's, it's just crazy to me with this whole, like y'all go, y'all get an Uber together and you ask for, for half on the Uber. What? <laughs> Negro, what? <laughs> like it's an Uber ride. What you need half for? Yeah. So I, I just think, you know, more and more like these kids, they move into that world, and I think if women allow it to become the norm, it's going to become the I norm. I think some women, and there is nothing wrong with the woman having her own mind, own career, own money, but I am never, my bag ain't never so big that I don't want to be taken care of. <laughs> Take care of me, <laughs> okay? So, and, you know, I I make my own money. I've all I've never, you know, not there's there's been periods in our relationships where I didn't have a job or was in between jobs, but, you know, overall I've never not worked. Um, but even now, my 
take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be your sugar mama. I don't care how much money I make. Please take care of me. Nah, uh, you know what I mean? Mama. So my, I'm never so big that, you know, you can't do for me. Right. Please do it. Yeah. And again, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think, and look, if you are a woman who doesn't want to be taken care of, that's okay too. Yeah. There are plenty of women who, things, who, who, who want that. Like I'll go back to even, and this wasn't even somebody who like I was dating. This is a, a home girl. Like all of us went to church years and years ago and we all went to brunch. It was a group of us and we tried to pay for the girl's food who was at the brunch. And this one particular girl who came, this is my homie, strictly platonic, never like pushed up on her, like never looked at her like that. She was like, no, y'all ain't paying for my shit. Like she, she put on a, she caused a scene at the spot. Cause I was like, yo, relax, we'll pay for it, whatever, whatever. And like, she was adamant. And I don't know if like something had happened in the past where a dude paid for something and that dude felt like he owed her something. But like, this is back when I was young too, like. She irritated me so much in that situation, I never invited her out with us again. Because <laughs> I was like, yo, this is how you act when we just trying right. to be nice and do, you know, but what men do. That's That can happen. Like, n- no movie date, no coffee date, no dinner date, no bouquet of flowers, no nothing that you choose to buy for somebody makes them owe you anything. That's, you know, especially not a part of their body. 100%. Like, be clear. Like, it's... Yeah, and that and that's the the perspective I'm coming from. Cause then you know a lot of y'all dudes, especially y'all young ones who who haven't grown up yet, y'all look at it like, well, if I'm swiping my card or I'm she paying for some something, buns. she no. owe me the buns. No, she doesn't, bro. Like again, this goes back to being the man. If you were being the man and you handling your business and you doing what you're supposed to do, you don't have to do anything extra for that yeah. because those things will come. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's gonna be so flattered, so enamored with how you're you're showing up and showing out and showing your appreciation and how much you want to be with her and you want her energy and you want her time, the buns will come, bro. <laughs> I promise. You don't have to go and do nothing, but if everything is transactional with you, you ain't going to get shit. And then what's going to happen is you're going to be mad because, you know. It's, or are you going to get the kind of women that only want to go out with dudes because they want to. They want to pay for food. Right, but she ain't going to give you no buns neither. She's going to get her meal, and then she's not going to talk to you no more. Right. Or she's going to ghost you. And then you're going to be tight when you see, you know, her on IG, her on Snapchat with the next dude. And this dude probably throwing all kind of money, spending all kind of money. And you like, oh, he a herb. He just paying. He just bought it. No, he didn't buy it, sucker. Like, he just did what he's supposed to do. Like, yeah. he showed up like a man should do and made sure the woman that he's courting feels comfortable and protected and knows that she don't have to argue with you <laughs> about 50-50, half on an Uber or a Lyft, or you Venmoing a cash shopping at the end of a date. Like, and of any of my friends who are watching, especially you single ones, if I ever hear anything about any of you Negroes <laughs> asking a woman to send you half after a date, our friendship is over, bro. Like, I just can't get down with dudes like that. It's unacceptable to me. And I think that's how I'm going to raise our kids, our sons. Like, you ask a woman out, then... And and ladies, please don't... I mean, I don't know. Everybody has to do what's best for them. But, like, come on. Well, at least if my sisters are listening, what you not going to be out here doing is going 50-50 on team. No. 
to my sister-in-laws too. If I <laughs> if I catch any of y'all, don't do it. Going fifty-fifty on dates, like we gonna have a serious problem because it's right. it's it's unacceptable. And again, this only becomes the norm if, if allow women it. allow it to become the norm. So don't allow these little boys who are out here pretending like this is the new age. Y'all are old school. New age women this is Dutch. the new way of doing it. Nah, 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 nah. Like, let's let's make sure we're taking care of what we're supposed to take care of, and then everything else will 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 take care of itself after that. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we we hit all the points when it comes to like the the courting the side and the dating <laughs> side of things. But there's a whole another side of it, which is you know when you're actually married to somebody and fifty fifty and fifty fifty doesn't just talk about like. The, finances. the finances of it all like I want to get into like is 50 50 a real thing like are, are both people coming at it half and half and coming together in a relationship and I see you shaking your head no so um let me hear your thoughts on that boo. I, there's never a time where a relationship is just going to be 50 50 somebody is always going to be doing more carrying more just depending on the season that you're in in your life especially once you add kids to the mix but there's career there's kids there's household responsibilities there's financial responsibilities it's just not realistic for it to be split down the middle all the time you working like crazy we kept having babies and then there was the house there was no way that Sorry, y'all. There was no way that you could carry your workload the way you were. And, you know, me being home with small children and still working and then, you know, but or you paying the bulk of the bills and then expecting me to come home and carry the or be home and carry the weight of keeping the house clean or keeping the house neat and things like that. Or you working like crazy. I'm being able to keep the yard and everything the way that it needed to be. It's just it's not realistic. I mean. To those who think that being home with kids is just like the easiest thing in the world and you should have all this time to do all of these things because you're home with the kids, it's literally the exact opposite of everything you think. It's impossible, to be honest. And I think we're all figuring—we're all learning that now. 2020 proved that to be false. You can do nothing (laughs) with these kids at home. You can can barely think with these kids at home. So, you know, shout out to all the— stay-at-home moms and the work-at-home moms that was doing it long before corona hit because, sis, we see everything that you've been going through and we don't know how you stay sane this long. But it's you just cannot do whatever. You can do anything, but nobody can do everything. And I think what allows, you know, marriages to stay um, energized or refreshed or whatever, you know, you want to call it is understanding that, when to add help and knowing, you know, how to tip the bound, the scale back and forth because it can't be 50-50 all the time. Yeah, and I mean, I would say 50-50 is bullshit. <laughs> um, I don't think it really exists in relationships because, to your point, there's always going to be somebody that's that's doing something needs or needs more. And it it's it's like a scale, right? And like this, the scale tips back and forth, back and forth, just depending on the situation, what's happening in, in y'all's lives. It depends on the day, the, to be honest. The day, yeah. Because there, there are days where, you know, like I got to step up and do more because I can, I can tell like you're pouring from an empty cup. And there are days where you got to step up and do more because you could tell like, ah, he's stressed out. He got this going on. He got that going on. Right. Like, you know. 
he probably he might just give me 20 today and I'm gonna push the other 80. And then the next day it could be back where I'm put giving the 80 and you giving the 20, or it could be close to the 50, 50. But there, if you go into a relationship thinking like everything is just going to be split down the middle, 50, 50, like you're setting yourself up for failure and disappointment because that shit's just not real. Um, and even beyond that, like with like, well in Texas, because we knew we had too much going on with your work, me working, Zoe being a fairly new baby, we had a crazy huge yard. It was our first time in a house that, what was the house, 4,000 square feet? Yeah. So it was our first time in a house that large. And when you've gone from, that house was two times the size of anything we have ever lived in. And while it was a big, beautiful house, it was a big, beautiful house that needed to be cleaned. Then we had a huge yard that needed to be maintained. And we didn't have time for that. So it, thankfully, we were in the position to be able to do it. But we had to come to the realization that we got to hire somebody to help. Yeah, because it it will give us more time to be able to pour into each other versus spending our extra time doing a yard and cleaning the house and doing all of this extra stuff that was just yeah it was just taking up too much time. Because remember how excited I was in the beginning to about be the to yard, say, yes. like yeah, like I'm gonna get out there and cut my own grass and I'm gonna be doing whoop de whoop. That lasted a month. Like <laughs> I got the I got the lawnmower. I got out there. And it's hot as hell in Texas, and the yard was so big. Like, it was a half-a-day thing, mm-hmm. cutting the front, the back, What was that yard, like a half edging. acre? It was yeah. huge. You know what I mean? So that quickly got old because I realized, like, yo, I'm already going really, really hard with work during the week, and then I get to the weekend, and I'm giving up a whole half of a day to the yard. I could be spending that with you and the kids and the family. Mm-hmm. We could be doing something. So, all right, let me, let me find somebody, a landscaping company that could come in and take this off of the plate. Then we found like mom's um cleaning cleaning lady. Yeah. Like, all right, let's let's get somebody here to help clean up the house because yeah, we could clean it. But, but this is gonna take up all the free it's time. It's gonna take up the free time. And if our time is limited with each other, then we gotta make sure we can prioritize that. But again, that just goes to it. Like, I think some people really feel like, all right, well, when I get into a situation, like if I'm making all the money. Then the other person needs to needs the cooking and cleaning and making sure the kids is good. And it's like, yo, that sounds great in theory, but, but it's it just not like real. That. You know what I mean? When we first got married, or um, when we first got engaged and married, I was the primary cook, and then we had Zoe, and I'm not the primary cook anymore. He's the primary cook, and it was, um, you know. He, he enjoys cooking. It was something that he enjoys anyway, but it, I, I couldn't do it all. Right. I, I couldn't do it all with the baby that had to be, you know, on my hip or strapped to me every five seconds. I couldn't do it all. Like, I have the cleanest children on the planet. So I, it was just not something that I could keep up with and, you know, be sane. So he took that on, and, you know, he enjoys, you know, telling the kids that he cooks better than me because I almost never cook. If I get in the kitchen and start cooking, the kids are like, what you like, doing? Are in you there? sick? Yeah, <laughs> like, what's, what's happening? So you know, it's something that he enjoys being able to do. But even beyond cooking, he's not above cleaning either. Like right now, we have to tag team the house. But like he's all the floors, like in this house and in our old house when they needed to be cleaned, hardwood floors have always been his thing. Um, laundry, bathrooms. If something needs to be cleaned, one of us is going to clean it. It's not um, you know I make I make all the money, so you need to do all the cleaning. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, oh. and I think that it's that mentality that has to go away. Because, I mean, and I think men, we, we've we um, we've fallen victim 
I mean, well, we, we've, we're not victim, but we've been guilty of that for many, many years because it was like the man brings home the bacon and the wife cooks it, whatever, right? And it's nah, like he bring home the bacon and he cook yeah, it. yeah, like bring Even it home and cook it. it, and I don't eat it unless it's <laughs> vegan bacon. <laughs> but it's like you got to do what your household needs and what your spouse needs. Yeah, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like if you think about just for all of these years, you we've prioritized my career, like. I was, you know, making more money. I had gotten long, gotten further along in my career. So we moved and we made decisions based on that. But now it's like, all right, you know, your your career, your business has grown tremendously. So I've had to say, all right, well, I need to take a step back. Like, I'm not going to work crazy hours all the time anymore because I know that there's things that she needs to do. On the weekends, I know that we got to, you know, she's a content creator. We got to create content. Hello. And if we can't create it during the week, because I got something going on, because not only, you know, do I work, but I work and then I run two companies on the side. So it's like, I don't have a lot of time as is anyways, but it's like, you know what? It can't all be about me anymore. Like, this is important to her. This is her passion project. So whereas before it was like 70, 30, you know, swinging my way, when we get to the weekends, or even during the week, too. It's like, you know, she wants to create something. She wants to shoot something. I got to play photographer. All of these things, let's do it. Like, I want to support your career because I want you to be successful. And this is what makes you happy. So I'm going to give 80% to you so that you can have what you need and not be worried about, well, damn, like, you don't, you don't support me in the same ways that I was for you. Like, that's not a conversation I ever want to have because, again, it's not 50-50. It's Whatever the situation calls for at that time yeah. is what you should give to it. And I and I give you that, and I appreciate you for that, especially, like, in all the craziness that we've been going on. There's never been, like, a random shoot, or I need you to come film this, I need you to come shoot this. You got, What time you get off your call? Okay, I'm going to be ready in 30 minutes. There's never been a moment that I've said, I need you to come do this for me really quick, and you've been like, ugh. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I appreciate yeah, for showing up. Cause you Seriously. got you got dudes who who'll be like, well, damn, like I want to go do this or I want to go do that. Like, and yes, I could go do those things too. But what are you gonna prioritize? What's most important to you? What's most important to me is making sure my family is good. And that just kind of goes back to this whole conversation. Like, if you are selfish, then you should not get married. Yeah, and you should not have children. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's simple and plain. It. Can't, I can't say it any clearer than that. If you are selfish, you should not have children and you should not get married because mm-hmm. being in a relationship with someone f- for the rest of your life and having kids means you have to be selfless. You got to put them yeah, first. And the it's not about you anymore. You know what I'm saying? And, and in our situation, like, well, it's about us, but it's not always about me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sometimes it has to be about her. And in situations where it has to be about me, And when you just think about the household, like, I don't wake up and be like, man, like, I really wish that, you know, you would cook and then clean, wash my drawers and run my bath water (laughs) and um, rub my feet and and do my laundry and do this because, you know, you you're the stay at home wife. To me, that like that that world, that view of, of of looking at you that way would discredit everything else that you have to bring to the household, being the wife, the mom, the entrepreneur, all of these different things. So, you know, I think we just got to, we got to show a greater appreciation for each other. Yes. Just in general as people and get out of this world where you got to divide everything down the middle. Yeah. And there, there shouldn't be any gender roles in the house. 
Nah. I mean, and granted, you know, not not too many y'all in the world either, but that I don't think that there's anything, you know, gender. There's no household or parenting chore that's aside from breastfeeding. That's gender specific because just because y'all y'all can't. I mean, you can give a bottle, but outside of that, change diapers, give baths, put clothes on, wash dishes, clean the floors, scrub toilets, whatever needs to be done, anybody can do it. Teamwork nice. makes the dream work, and if the same way with tackling the kids, you tackle the kids together so that you can focus on each other. Tackle the household responsibilities together so that you can focus on each other because I'm way more willing to throw it back when I'm not tired. <laughs> Everybody is <laughs> like that. And that's the thing. Like you just have to you have to understand that you have to and you got to be able to read. You know what I'm saying? Read the room. Read your spouse. See what's going on there. Yeah. Like what is their mood? Like are they frustrated? <laughs> are they stressed out? Like what what? What are they going through and how do you how do you meet them at that place where you can provide something for them? But again, you have to do that from a lens of not thinking about, well, damn, I did just, you know, bring home, you know, 20 racks this month. So and if you think you bring home that much, so much money that she should be able to handle everything, then hire a housekeeper. Do you you both the favor? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like cause if you make it that much, if you making that much and understanding like have just taking care of a household is, is hard work, man. I think if 2020 has shown us nothing else, we need a greater appreciation. I can't a wait greater, to get a new cleaning person. <laughs> we need a greater appreciation for teachers. Um, yes. We need a greater appreciation for people who take care of our children, whether oh. it's daycare workers or whatever. Um, and we just need a greater appreciation for each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's hard work sitting in the house with a whole family of kids and things like that. Whether you got one or ten, it's hard work. How many we got? Because sometimes it feel like 10. I mean, as loud as it being here, it feel <laughs> like we got about 20 little things running around. But look, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, people people are going to do what they want to do. Yeah. And I think just because we have strong opinions about 50-50, that doesn't mean that the world is going to shift their, their personal thoughts on it. But, you know, I think... Um, what works for us is we don't we don't approach anything from that from that lens. It's all about what can each of us do and bring to the table to make sure, like as a family, as a unit, we're good, we happy, we solid, we have what we need. Yeah. And just get the shit done. Like don't sit around waiting for somebody else to do it because you yes. think they need to do it. Yes. If you think about approach all situations, you know, with your partner, with your household, with your parent, and about if everybody comes to the table thinking about what they can do versus what they can't do because somebody else should you you just you'll get a lot further it's a better frame of mind to just view anything absolutely you know what I mean and like this whole lose the sense of entitlement because nobody nobody owes you anything you know what I mean like if you with somebody you chose to be with that person so they don't owe you anything and they can't read your mind no and that's the other thing too it's like not everybody knows what you want. Closed mouths don't get fed. That age old saying is, is true. So if there is something that you feel like that person should be doing or you'd like to see them doing more of, then the speak only way up. to get that is to speak up. Tell them about it. If they still don't do it, then that's another conversation. But at least you said something and they know how you feel about it versus this resentment growing in you or the house being dirty as hell. <laughs> like I, I, I could just remember like people, Years ago, like people being in relationships and like being in these these um, like fights with their spouse and like the house is filthy. He's like, well, I ain't cleaning that shit up because she don't never clean. All right, bro. So you just going to live in a dirty dirty ass house like (laughs) somebody got to clean up. We just going to be like spiteful and vindictive about it or somebody going to step up and do it. So 
Um, I think that's important. And I think people got to got to get to that place, man. But, you know, I think. And just really quick to the men who grew up with moms who like their true mama's boys, mama cleaned everything, cooked everything, washed everything, did all those things. Shout out to those kind of mamas. You truly have that kind of mama. But and I but I appreciate that she's still taught you guys, you know, or taught you how to clean because it's just it's not realistic. And if you didn't learn how to clean at home, then have her show you so that you can help. But don't just help, not help, because you feel like you shouldn't have to. And that's a bullshit excuse for a grown man. Right. Like, like at some point, you got you know, you, you to figure it out. Dad always told me, he said, you know, you got to break the cycle. He didn't believe in, like, blaming your upbringing or what people did or didn't do to you. As like, I right, at some point you got to break the cycle. You can't use that as, as, as an excuse. Right. Like, so if you weren't taught something in the age of 2020, Google. everything can be learned if A you want to learn tutorial. it. You know what I mean? So, so learn it. And I think, you know, with my, my mom and my grandmother specifically, um, you know, they used to always, they taught me how to cook at an early age. And my dad is the, is the cook in the household, but they taught me how to cook. And they would always say, my grandmother specifically would be like, you need to learn how to do this, this, and this, because... If you know these things, then you won't never have to depend on a woman to do them for you. So they gave me those skills as a young boy growing up. But then I still lived in a household where I saw my my dad is like a master fucking top chef. Right. (laughs) So I saw and my mom was like growing in her career. And then like dad was the cook. Like we looked for him like we knew mom was going to give us some some bomb fried rice. (laughs) And, you know, she cooked me some fried potatoes or something. But the gourmet type stuff that we got, that came from dad. Yeah. And that was cool. And then when it came to cleaning, they both cleaned. Like on Saturday mornings, wasn't nobody sleeping in because my dad is blasting the music. And he's like, all right, get y'all asses up. Everybody cleaning. You know what I mean? Like make your beds. We cleaning bathrooms. We doing this. We doing that. That's that's just doing what needs to be done. And there were times where he was a breadwinner. There are times when she's been the breadwinner, but they ultimately said, this is our household. We do life and together. We do life together and we ain't talking about it being 50-50. So any of y'all who are just, if you only want to have the 50-50 conversation, it's never going to end well and you're always going to be unhappy and pissed off. Yeah. Especially once you have kids. Yeah, because I mean. Because <laughs> they're going to derail all that. Kids changes everything. They're going to so, derail all that. Um, yeah, no, nah, so I, I think this was a, was a good chat. Um, you know, I think if if you didn't hear anything else, you missed all 45, 50 minutes of this conversation. <laughs> the one thing you need to take with you, men and women, kings. I'm going to say this shit again. <laughs> God did not put you here to be asking a woman for 50-50. God did not put you here to be asking a woman to send you half on an Uber, on a, on a dinner date or any of that. So please, cut that shit out. <laughs> It is so unacceptable in 2020 that we're doing this. We cannot go into 2020 still asking for half on dinner. You want her, pay for it. You'll be rewarded. I promise you. But you got to step up. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I have nothing. But anyways, we appreciate y'all checking in on this one. Yes, Um, thank you. Um, Ladies, let, let, or everybody, let us know where you stand in the comments. Are you, are you pro 50-50? How you feel about the $200 first dates? Ladies, would you pay for your own first meetup? Not first date. First meetup if, you know, you just wanted it to be like an initial icebreaker. Fellas, would you ever let a lady pay for a date? Let us know how y'all feel about the topic um, in the comment section. And, of course, thank you guys so, so much for watching.
Yes, thank y'all for watching. Again, follow us on socials at Life Partner Gang, all the social platforms. Comments, like, subscribe, all of that. Give us other other um feedback about topics you guys want us to cover too. So appreciate y'all. As always, we love y'all. Thank you. I'm James. I'm Tina. And we are the Life Partner Gang. Gang, gang. Peace, y'all. Bye.